Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Welcome to U.S. Markets Wrap. I'm Sean Cheong. Green on the screen for all three major averages as the market maintained the momentum seen during the seven-week winning streak. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is green by about 0.04% to 37,308 points. And on the heels of a seven-week bull run, the S&P climbed about half a percent to close at 4,741 points. The tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite advanced about 0.6% to finish at 14,905 points. So here's a quick recap here. Investor sentiment has taken a positive turn in the last week after the Federal Reserve signaled the possibility of three short-term interest rate cuts in 2024 amid cooling inflation. For more insights, we are joined by Katrin Rooney-Vera, the Chief Market Strategist of Stonex Group. Welcome to the show, Katrin. Yes, hello. Good morning good, to you. Good morning. So, with less than a week from Christmas, it seems like Santa's not slowing down. His elves are back in the workshop, isn't it? So, will we see with the extension of the pivot party that Fed Chair Powell has started? And where's all that cash going to be coming from? Yes, a friend said that. It's a pivot party and everyone's invited. All asset classes have rallied. Any risk asset has, has rallied. Um, and that cash is coming out of money market funds and elevated liquidity in, in those instruments. Um, I do think money is going to remain there for a lot of 2024. But certainly right now what we're seeing is retail investors searching to join that party, even though it's, it's raged for the entirety or almost the entirety of this year, expecting the, all these positive trends to continue for the entirety of 2024. I think that that's possible. Um, but it's very important to, to be prudent and to hedge your bets as well. And overnight, we saw communication services outperform in the S&P. Uh, mega cap tech names such as Meta, uh, Alphabet, Netflix, for example, they're all up by more than 2%. What do you recommend an overweight in tech for 2024? Many people are already overweight tech. And if you only index, then a third of it is already tech. So by nature, there's a lot of sponsorship already of the tech sector. So since so many individuals and so many portfolios are already overweight tech, my recommendation is to hold that. I wouldn't accumulate additional tech at this point, uh, given that there's a natural weight. So I think that uh, going to next year, and you should hold your tech position. But what I would recommend, since insurance is so cheap, would be to buy um, puts on that portfolio because they're remarkably cheap right now. So that would mean that in the event of anything unknown, which we aren't foreseeing, which happens all the time, <laughs> you're protected. And those puts are cheap. So in fact, I would be buying protection on my tax positions rather than accumulating or going even more aggressive in my portfolio. And, okay, and it all looks so very positive in general at the moment. What will become of fixed income allocations, though, if you are met with a scenario where inflation reaccelerates? Well, if inflation reaccelerates and the Fed has to has to hike, then it's a I think a different scenario altogether. That is the opposite of what is priced in right now. So, in my view, if we're in a soft landing, which we're in right now, if that soft landing continues, then there is a possibility that inflation, that's demand driven, does reaccelerate. That comes from the consumer. The consumer here in the U.S. has been remarkably resilient, with no dampened impact. No impact really on the labor market. We see a softening, but with labor market stability and firmness, there is a chance that inflation could very well reaccelerate. And if that's the case, 
then the market has certainly gotten it wrong with the more than 140 basis points of rate cuts priced in for next year. I think that only happens, 140 to 200 basis points only happens in a recession. And in a recession, uh, that's negative for equities. I think fixed income does okay. But in a soft landing where we get a reacceleration in, in inflation and, uh, and a soft landing where we don't go into recession, then I think, I think equities outperform bonds. So I think that next year in, in an environment of a soft landing where inflation reaccelerates minimally, not too much, Somewhere in this, this Goldilocks scenario, then equities could outperform bonds, and I think we could get a 10% increase in the S&P 500. Right. So if you just joined us, we've been speaking with Catherine Rooney-Vera, the chief market strategist of Stonex Group. Uh, let's turn our attention to the developments we've seen uh, in the Red Sea, specifically the energy sector. So oil prices have rose by more than 1% following those shipping disruptions. How bullish are you with oil demand for the new year? I am bullish on the energy sector going into next year. And I think part of the reason I'm bullish on the energy sector is is also the reason that I'm more cautious with regard to these animal spirits in the broader uh, equity markets. And that is because companies going into next year are facing higher input costs that have really not gone away. And that's higher energy input costs, higher labor labor costs. These are still high. And real rates are still are elevated and positive. So companies are are facing margin pressure um, next year. And if that's the case, unless the U.S. consumer remains very strong in revenue and the top line continues to grow, that means that companies will have to um, shrink the bottom line. And that, to me, is the labor market. There's been a lot of job boarding. So my concern going into next year, and I don't want to be the party pooper here, but I think that animal spirits have run amok um, after Jay Powell's very dovish, very, very dovish press conference last week. So I would be careful. I think now's a good time to um, protect the portfolio for those unknowns. We could get, as you alluded to, geopolitical risks that cause um, oil prices to surge. We could get um, a, a recession. We could get um, some conflagration on one of the on one of the wars uh, globally. So there's a lot of things that could go wrong, but the market just has not even fathomed in prices. Right now, I think, and to finish, I think that uh, the market has priced in the perfect landing, not just the no landing, not just the soft landing, but the perfect landing. And also, we are looking at the Bank of Japan. Uh, investors are keeping tabs on that meeting this week. How will any shifts by the BOJ play out in the U.S. market? Well, one of the trades we're actually looking at is um, uh, short with yen. So I, I think that it, you know, we actually like, we like Japan. I think that, uh, that if you consider... Japan, Europe, and U.S. on the equity front, it's one of our, I think it's towards the top. Um, you have a nice equity risk premium there, where in the U.S. we do not. Um, and I think in general, we're more, we're more positive with regard to opportunities outside of the U.S., including in Japan. And uh, well, final question before I let you go, uh, Katrin. Uh, with 2024 drawing near, what concerns and risk do you think that investors should be looking out for? I think the biggest risk at this point is uh, is a policy mistake um, by the Fed, um, either cutting too soon or misjudging the impact high real rates on the U.S. consumer. So that means either inflation runs too high and the 10-year yield jumps back up to 5%, 
um, in the first scenario. And in the second scenario, we get a hard landing, which really no one's talking about right now. But I think that's probably a bigger risk than it's currently pricing the market, and it's something that I'm um, watching for very carefully. We have to be careful about the U.S. consumer. Remember, we had liquidity injections by the federal government mm-hmm. during COVID, and all of that money is in their checking accounts is going to start going away, and that's going to be evaporated by, um, by the middle of next year. Um, plus, we have positive real rates, and I think that's going to start to take a bite on U.S. consumption. All right. Thank you very much, Catherine. Have a good holiday season ahead. Thank you. You too. Right. We've been speaking with Catherine Rooney-Vera, the Chief Market Strategist of Stonex Group. This has been the U.S. Markets Wrap. I'm Sean Chong, and you've been listening to Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.